This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in ultra-stylish, premium-quality travel gear, like the exquisitely designed Taskin 1 expandable backpack. With nine practical variations, the Taskin 1 is always the right size for wherever life takes you next. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use the promo code RNRTAKE30. That's RNRTAKE30 at TaskinSF.com. Welcome to a Rick and Crick episode of Rick and Rick, or in this case, Rick and Wit. I'm Rick Matheson, and while I'm down one Rick Rootin today, I'm up one Wit Heiler, who is making his first appearance on Rick and Rick Rule the World. Wit is Executive Creative Director at Lexington, Kentucky-based Cornet. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Rick. I'm super excited to be here. Awesome. Well, we're super excited to have you. So why don't you start off by telling listeners a little bit about yourself, Cornet, and your role as ECD there? Yeah. I'm the executive creative director here at Cornette in beautiful Lexington, Kentucky. I've been working here at Cornette for a little over 11 years now. Actually started in new business and then kind of weaseled my way onto the creative team. It's funny, I don't have a background in art or copy. I spent most of my 20s selling cars and then I left the car business to start this apparel company making these irreverent polo shirts with weird little logos on them, you know, kind of like a play on the polo horses and convinced my wife that it was going to be an instant success. All I needed was a really nice website. And after all our friends and family bought the shirts, it was crickets. And I hadn't really (laughs) thought about, oh, I needed to have some money set aside to actually run some ads to sell these shirts. This was back in like 2006. And all my money had gone into the website. So I kind of really started studying the internet. Social media was getting big at that time and people were starting to do stunts that went viral. So I really started diving into that kind of stuff and had some success with a couple of these online stunts that got a bunch of press. And around that same time, an agency had popped up called Victors and Spoils. Oh yeah, I remember that name. Yeah. Yeah. And they were putting these briefs out onto the internet and then they were crowdsourcing the ideas. And if your ideas were chosen, then they would pay you cash. So I started sending ideas to victors and spoils to all these different briefs. And I started winning a bunch of them in one, probably their most well-known brief, which was with Harley Davidson. My wife was working in advertising here at Cornette. She's been here for over 20 years now, but she was like, you should come work at Cornette. You've got some pretty wild ideas. Victors and spoils like some, maybe we should too. So I came on as like a new business person, but I still had all these crazy ideas. So I just started throwing down on ideas for different things and just kind of made my way into the creative department, chasing the ideas, selling the ideas, and then bringing them to life and seeing how they do. That's what brings me the most joy in this business. That's awesome. Now, you guys won Small Agency of the Year in 2021, but you work with some big-time clients, including A&W, Temper Sealy, Bush Light, and others. And one of the things that you're here to kind of remind us all is that you don't always need a big time coastal ad agency to bring big ideas to life. Yeah. When I went into that apparel business, remember I said I was like really naive. I'm going to start this business and I'm going to make millions of dollars selling these shirts. Everybody's just going to naturally find them and love them. When I came into (laughs) advertising, I was like, we can be as big as we want. We could build a really great agency.
agency right here in Lexington, do big work, get great clients, but it was really not as easy as it sounded in my head. Right. We're really one of the only full service agencies here. And we've always had really great clients that were based here in Kentucky, but did business kind of all over. But we never really had many national clients that weren't based in Kentucky. And so that had always been kind of a goal of ours. And I think we've been able to do that over the past couple years. My wife became president of Cornette five or six years ago and then took over ownership of the agency. I know I'm biased, but I think she's done a phenomenal job. You know, one of the things that she did several years back was establish a really great leadership team that includes folks from all the different pillars of the agency, from the media, the creative, the uh, strategy, the planning. And one big thing that that leadership team does is every year we set goals and we've kind of learned that, you know, wherever we set our sites, we end up landing. And, you know, the last couple years, we've actually started working with clients outside of this area. We just won the Legoland Resorts Creative Agency a record last year. We've been doing work with Bush Light. We did work with Gannett last summer. Yeah, like the team is super rad and the leadership team is super rad. Everybody's just really excited. The culture's good. Everything feels good. It's just like Christy and this team has just created a really awesome environment to do the best work and have the best relationships with clients and have a really great culture. That makes a big difference for sure. Now, how many people total in the agency? Uh, we have around 50. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, so it's big enough to have experts in, like you said, the pillars for the agency, but small enough to be very nimble. And you came into it saying, hey, just because we're small, let's not think small, let's think big. Listeners who want to see some of Cornette's work, be sure to check out teamcornette.com. That's T-E-A-M and then C-O-R-N-E-T-T.com. So that's two T's at the end. There's some really great work there, Wit. And you mentioned it earlier, and I want to get more on this. So a recent win for Cornette, I guess in the last seven months, has been Legoland Resorts North America. Tell us about that pitch and how you landed the business. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm still beaming from that win. We put a lot of time and energy into that. We were invited to that pitch from Pete Carter. He was with P&G and now he's helping match brands looking for agencies. And yeah, we just went all in. We took a team and went down to Legoland Resorts in Florida and spent a couple days creating some video content and just riding every ride, which is really funny because we had no kids with us. It was just a group of adults riding every ride imaginable at Legoland. taking it all in and we stayed at the resort and yeah, it was awesome. The small agency of the year award with Ad Age, we've started getting invited to more and more pitches and some of those we've won, some we've lost. So we've really had been working on refining our story and our pitch. So yeah, we had some great videos from our experiences at Legoland that we shared out. The pitch was really just like a chemistry test. You know, they were visiting three other agencies they had started with a larger group, narrowed down to like three or four agencies, and then they were visiting each of those agencies. So we had made it to that point, and they came here to Lexington. We had a really fun dinner with their team, and then that next day, we just kind of went in there and pitched why we felt like we'd be a good fit for them. And we had a muralist come in and do like a little Legoland, one of their minifigures, like a mural. So when you come up our elevator, the first thing you would see is this Legoland minifigure mural, and another guy here had 
made a doorstop for that front door that was a brick. And then he took water bottle tops and made a Lego brick. So we had like all these little touches, you know, throughout the agency. We changed all our office names to like different attractions within the Legoland Resort. So there were little touches throughout the whole presentation and the agency tour really showed how much we love Legoland and how excited we were for the opportunity and how much we wanted to work with them. I think they felt that energy and their team is awesome. Yeah, we all jived really well and just so thankful to get that call that we had won it. That's awesome. Now, one of the outstanding case studies you have on your site is the one for A&W. So I'd love to have you tell listeners about the work you did. And what's important here is it was to overcome, or I think as you guys put it, to unfail a 40-year-old marketing fail in the burger war. So give us the backdrop and then your particular creative solution for it. Yeah, that was a super fun one. And A&W, another like just fantastic client, they've got a great team over there and they're not afraid to make fun of themselves. And back in the 80s, the McDonald's Quarter Pounder was all the rage. So A&W launched a one-third pound burger to compete with that. And it was bigger than McDonald's Quarter Pounder. And it was priced the same. You would think that a bigger burger that's priced the same will do better. But when it went into market, it didn't do better. You know, the Quarter Pounder was still king and nobody was really buying the third pound burger. And so they did some research to figure out why this burger didn't sell as well. And what they found out was that Americans are just bad at math because (laughs) the quarter pounder has a four in it and that's bigger than the three and a third pounder. They thought that the quarter pounder was bigger than the third pounder. And so that happened back in the 80s. Fast forward to today, that story kept popping up in memes. A lot of times in reference to the intelligence of American. It kept popping up. So we had a little brainstorm and Coleman Larkin, a senior copywriter here at Cornette, had this idea to do a three-ninths burger. Because nine is bigger than four. And it's just ridiculous. And that was a fun way to retell that story. Here we had this marketing fail that was 40 years ago. And for the past 40 years, we've been trying to figure out how to fix this problem. And boom, we did it. The three ninths burger. And so we came up with this video that used Rudy, their root bear. And he's in this room that's all wood paneling. And it looks like an old office from college back in the day. And it had a very beautiful mind kind of vibe to it. You know, it just kind of tells that story about the big marketing fail. And then we've been working and working to like redeem ourselves. And Rudy's finally figured it out. The three ninths burger, but it was super fun. Lots of press. And you don't see a lot of brands making fun of past mistakes. A&W was able to do that in kind of a, a really fun way that got them back in the conversation. Awesome. Well, on behalf of Rick Wooten and myself, I do want to thank you for coming on the show today, Wit, and I hope you'll come back again sometime. Yeah, Rick, thanks so much for having me. Enjoyed this conversation and yeah, honored to be here with you. 